You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I am the color man, Big Dev. I'm, I'm Cal. I'm Melissa. <laughs> I'm Tony. Pretty sure Calvin just left lipstick on my friggin' microphone. Um, I'm him. Dave. I totally didn't, but that's cool. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. And today, Dev is going to be our historian. Yeah, I feel God. like it's been a long time since I've it, been the historian. It's been a little while, yeah. but, you know, we're ready. Are I we? feel like. Well, I am. <laughs> Me history I, you wrong I'm primed. Yeah, yeah. I'm primed, Dev. <laughs> the, the pump is primed. The pump is primed, <laughs> so right, to speak. So what are you going to talk about today, and then we'll do our show. Uh, so I'm going to talk about uh, nuclear physics up into the atomic bomb. I'm Why not ready, Dev. I'm out. I'm, I'm gone. I feel like this is I'm just sorry. Thank yeah. you for not saying nuclear. Yes. <laughs> and I do that. Kent, on my show, my, my co-host, Kent, corrects me all the time on that word. I can't say it. I feel like this is the the most serious topic that we've ever done. So uh, prepare to not have many opportunities for dick jokes. Oh no, right. you'd be surprised. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, oh, Ooh, that Woodford that though. Ooh, Ooh, Woodford. Shit, Woodford Ooh. is amazing, right? That is good shit. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start with. Do some, I have a soul? Uh, no, that's tequila. <laughs> have a soul? No, that's Jaeger. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna start tequila. with uh, we're gonna start with some some uh, some pretext to uh, before the bomb. It's the text before the text. Yes. <laughs> so it's the appetizer uh, text. We're gonna start with uh, Otto Hahn. He was uh, a physicist in Germany. Um, Not to uh, be confused with automatic con. Or the Autobahn, uh, also in uh, Germany. Uh, or the yeah. Autobots. Yeah. Uh, See, or, that's the Autobots. Yes. Uh, or the Decepticons. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, so uh, Otto Hahn, uh, he is one of one of the many gentlemen uh, considered to be the uh, father of nuclear physics. Um, he was born in uh, 1879. Uh, he studied chemistry at uh, Marburg and Munich and uh, received his Ph.D., uh, in 1901-ish, um, and it was a thesis in organic chemistry. I'm sorry, we have to take – Stephanie doesn't know yeah. how to swallow. <laughs> I, th- I feel like that's a bell. <laughs> um, uh, so <laughs> – Not a thing. Are, are, we, are we good? Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Don't die on us. We're out here with the man bun. This <laughs> – there's so he, uh, no, this dude, no, there's oh, a dude oh, with a man bun out there. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> he's a woman. Hear you because everybody just turned around. <laughs> Nobody can hear us out of here. Trust me on that. That's good news. No, the, the whole point of these is that the sound they can't stays hear. Unless yeah. we open the door and go, you have a reason. Bun. <laughs> Fuck your man bun. <laughs> <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> he's, he's I'm sorry. Easy killmonger. 
debating hairstyles. Hey, auntie. <laughs> hey, auntie. Just going to wait. Is this your king? So how's this serious subject going? Don't wait. Going? wait. We'll be yeah, waiting forever. <laughs> so Otto Hahn, uh, chemistry uh, major, PhD in chemistry. Uh, in 1907, he meets uh, Lice Meitner. Um, this is all, uh, eventually becomes his wife, but uh, over... Uh, 30 years, they begin a collaboration and uh, various uh, forms of science, uh, but their biggest investigations were in uh, beta ray radioactivity uh, and the recoil to obtain uh, new uh, radioactive transformations of products. So basically, you would bombard a uh, an element and see what new materials you could get out. Uh, <clears throat> while they're doing this, so this is about 1907, uh, then World War one breaks out, uh, Han serves in the war, but then comes back um, and becomes a professor at uh, Meitner uh, in 1918, um, and he discovers protractium. Um, it's a long-lived mother substance uh, that, yeah. Uh, what so, up, mother substance? Yeah. <laughs> it's a long, long-lived long mother substance that is used to further bombard and become uh, other elements. From this mother substance, he discovers mother. uranium Z. Um, it's the first My case. My favorite character. <laughs> yeah. First case of nuclear uh, of a nuclear isomer of a of any radioactive kind that wasn't naturally occurring. Um. Also, at this time, he begins to. Uh, not only collaborate with uh, Lice Meitner, but he uh, collaborates with Fritz Straussman. Um, and in this, and during these collaborations, uh, he does he stop? I was waiting for it and listen. Yeah. And listen. Yes. Yeah. No, okay. he never does that. He just keeps forging ahead. No. But he, he might be back with a brand new edition. Yes. <laughs> uh, so. So uh, at, with the, the work with Han and uh, Meitner, they discover an artificially active uranium isotope, um, which is represents the first basic substances of the elements of uh, Neptunium and Plutonium. Um, and then uh, eventually this becomes a discovery in America, but that this is much later on. When did they cover unobtainium? <laughs> Never. Oh. <laughs> um so there is a there is a point in time where Han where uh, uh, Leis Meitner uh, flees Nazi Germany because you know Nazis uh, continue on uh, with whatever uh, the purging of the Jews as we all know she she leaves wait what is yes. this I've never heard of this it's a real bummer uh, dude <laughs> purging of he, the Jews in Germany so so Han wins a Nobel Prize in chemistry in 1944 for the uh, discovery of fission of uranium um, and he downplays Lice Meitner's uh, uh, participation in this act even though it's because mainly she had fled to uh, fled to Sweden at this time um, however. Uh, the cameras caught all of that. The yeah, drugs yeah. being passed around. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our oh, vitamin B. I'm a vitamin all B complex drugs. pusher. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Uh, so while – so Lice Meitner, as I had mentioned, she had fled to Germany because she was a Jew. Um, even though – Jesus, Calvin. Good God. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> The cameras. Cal- also apparently, Calvin's going to go throw up over a railing. That's my guess right now. Uh, uh, Wait, <laughs> is he getting directions I, to the bathroom? Where are? God damn it! Where's my camera? <laughs> 
All right. Lice Meitner. <laughs> let's. Wow. Wow. Let's let's all compose ourselves <laughs> after the bear went bear out. You can't come back in. <laughs> we good? Dev, I'm sorry. Uh, no. Uh, all right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, so, Lice Meitner, uh, she. F- so as I stated previously, uh, Otto Hahn uh, and her uh, did marry eventually uh, during this 30 years, uh, but she fled Germany for Sweden. And, and during this time... Did you say uh, Sweden? Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> she... Uh, Sorry. She, You're so far away that I like, yes. heard Sweden. 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 The Swedish. It's so sweet. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so she flees to Sweden, um, but they, but her and uh, Otto Hahn continue to have these uh, um, meetings. Confused in, with Manuel Hahn, have these meetings in Copenhagen, um, where they continue to collaborate. Um, but Hahn would go back to his laboratory in Berlin, um, where he would discover this uh, fissionable version of uranium. Um, and then leaves her completely out of the papers that describe the process, uh, which leads him to getting the Nobel Prize and her not recognized because Boo. white guy shit. Because white guy <laughs> shit. He's an asshole. Yes. Uh, but she with uh, she with her nephew uh, Otto Frisch uh, actually coined the term uh, nuclear fission. So at the time, it was not described. <laughs> I saw that. Okay. I'm glad that you did. Yes. And it wasn't just me. Uh, uh, Is Dave out there making moves? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, eventually, she would get recognition um, uh, from the uh, the atomic community um, by receiving the uh, Enrico Fermi Award and her contributions to nuclear physics. The atomic community? It sounds like a superhero group. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Or like just a bunch of people that might be radioactive. I don't, I don't yeah. have. I don't have the actual. It's a. Uh, it's a, a a committee that uh, Jay Oppenheimer was uh, appointed to later on in life, too. But uh, so that group uh, ends up giving her the Enrico Fermi Award. Um, for her help in discovering of uh, nuclear fission. Uh, another key player in uh, all of this uh, nuclear physics is uh, Fritz Straussman. Um, he eventually, when uh, Lice Meitner uh, fled to Sweden, uh, was helping Otto Hahn with the experiments uh, with neutron uh, bombardment of of various chemicals and... and uh, not chemicals, various elements to produce radioactive isotopes. You know, the camera catches all of this. <laughs> We're casting spells. Yes, I see that. I have, uh, I have liquor that is true. made with water. I just need a liquid. <laughs> a liquid that's not alcohol? I don't Who's care. That? Here, have the rest of this. No, wait, that's not right. <laughs> have, have this I big bottle of club soda. soda. 
Water. Is that regular water? <laughs> yeah, regular <laughs> water. Hey, regular ass water. I, I really need <laughs> regular ass water right now. <laughs> Who says you can't just take a shot with that? <laughs> yeah, I need water. That's what I was trying to convince so everybody of. Like, so I just give me some bourbon. <laughs> so in 1938, Hahn and Straussman conducted the experiments to prove nuclear fission. What happened to Franz? Franz, Hans and Franz? Yeah. Franz is dead. Oh, shit. They discovered yes. gains. But again. <laughs> yes. Otto yeah, Hahn. Otto Hahn takes all the credit for these experiments. But Straussman is is noted as help, having helped in, in assisting. So what you're saying is, like, he's kind of a, like, a megalomaniac. Who's of, like, of course. Yeah. I, I mean, did everything on my own yes. with no help. Yes. Look at me. I'm a white guy. Uh, so, uh, like, which, did I, like, what? I just walked in. Like, is this about me? Yeah. yeah. Like, this is yeah, the history of Dave. Oh, you, Dave. <laughs> Definitely about you, Dave. Yes. So there's so Almost we're, we're just we're just getting into the the, uh, the the key players in the atomic bomb. That's all. That's all we're doing, Dave. Oh, yeah. oh okay. All right, Paranoia uh, over here. Leo, guilty conscience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which brings us to Leo uh, Zislard. Oh. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that name right. That's he's probably Hungarian. an indictment. Yeah, he's well. He's Hungarian, and I I only speak the old Roman. <laughs> oh, naturally. <laughs> This is true. Um, so he was born in uh, Budapest, Hungary, um, in 1898. He is actually credited as being the actual inventor of uh, a sustained nuclear reaction. So he's the one that patented uh, the the sustained reaction of you, you bombard a piece of material with a neutron. It creates two neutrons, and then it strikes two elements, and then it creates four neutrons. So right. he's credited. So he, he got the party started. This he was, was he was the one that actually said, okay. "This is how you would essentially. This is how you would create a bomb if we had the right material." And he's also the one that came up with the idea of uh, of critical mass. So you have to have a certain amount of fissionable material to uh, give you a a sustained reaction, quick enough reaction. That would <laughs> I feel like this is how scientists have sex. I'm sorry. I just feel it is. I'm about ready to reach critical mass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have my reaction right now. Uh, I'm going to react. I'm going to bombard you. I'm bombarding you. Apparently you can. I'm reacting. I'm reacting. Oh, I'm reacting. Call me daddy. That's what I'm just saying. So on on September September Call 12, me Madam Curie. I can't even. I can't even either. Uh, so on September 12, 1933, while, while standing on a corner waiting for a light to change so he could cross the road, the idea of the sustained nuclear reaction dawns He's on just him. hanging out on the corner. Just hanging out on the corner. This is the moment that he he thinks like this is how this could happen and how you could build a bomb out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is also him talking about. Could it be Satan? Satan? <laughs> um, he was also talking about at this time using uh, nuclear fission as a way to just generate energy. Um, and he was kind of annoyed at the same time by Ernest Rutherford. Who had dismissed any talks of using uh, radioactive materials as a uh, as a potential way to produce energy, and he actually called it uh, called it moonshine science. Delicious, yeah. It's like the best science. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so uh, you'll never take me alive, coppers. Science, 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 science. 
I've just got some Bunsen burners here, you see? Eventually, eventually, uh, during uh, Nazi Germany, uh, he would... Get at these molecules, see? He would flee to... Do you even know what the periodic... I don't know. I'm done. I'm done. Periodic table? Yes, there we go. That's what I was going for. That's what I was going for. No shots for I'm not going to make you do a shot. No shots for Kelvin. Maybe a maybe a slice of bread. Yes. You know what your for like? Give me a whole fucking loaf of bread at this point. All right. So eventually, he Leo would flee Germany and to the to America. And while he was there, uh, he would teach at Columbia University. Um, and when this, he had kind of heard through the grapevine that this, because uh, what he had, what he had actually done, and I should probably back up, is his patent for the idea of a sustained nuclear reaction. He patented it and then tried to give it to the uh, British Navy and uh, to have them basically hide this idea. Behind secrecy laws, so nobody else could discover it. So this is the first time that we are actually getting into like a nuclear arms control, and uh, whether or and not there was actually a, a bomb ever created at this point. No bomb has been created at this point. Nobody even has thought about creating a bomb. But he 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 patented this idea just so he could be able to hide it from everyone else. And when he started getting wind that people were were finding out that you could actually do this, he uh, wrote a letter, a confidential letter to Franklin Delano Roosevelt, um, warning him about the possibility of an atomic bomb and encouraged the U.S. to start their their own development of a of a bomb. Um, initially, this kind of waved off, um, and then the, the story kind of goes that then Albert Einstein writes a letter, but it was actually just... Leo got an endorsement from Albert Einstein to say, yeah, this is, this is possible. And then FDR goes, oh yeah, maybe, maybe we should start building our own bomb. (laughs) So, uh, so Salazar, uh, he, he was teaching at uh, Columbia university. He moved to the university of Chicago. Uh, while he was there, he built the first neutronic reactor, um, with using uranium and graphite pile to build uh, the first self-sustaining nuclear chain reaction in 1942. When did he invent the Mr. Fusion? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, as the war continued, uh, so this is we're talking about World War II because some of this, some of these notes kind of lead into the World War II. He became increasingly annoyed uh, that he was losing power over the develop the scientific developments to the military, um, which then ends up leading to a clash with the, the general overseeing the projects at that time. Um, and then he uh, he finds out through the grapevine that he uh, heard it through the he, grapevine. He heard yeah. heard it through the grapevine. True <laughs> that. Uh, because a lot of this was to do with uh, there was this fear that Germany was also developing a bomb. Because a lot of these guys came from you know came from Germany, and Germany was a hot spot for nuclear physics at this time. And the spear of destiny. Yes. And a time machine. Yes. <laughs> a lot of this sounds like fake news. It's like oh, it does. I hear this guy is gonna well, make I mean, a bomb, yeah. and yeah. I hear this guy over there is gonna make a bomb. Right. And, so know, so he he does hear has. that Germany like he eventually hears that Germany. Doesn't fun. have yes through the grapevine. <laughs> doesn't hear. Hasn't been he's able to. Just about to lose his mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Honey. Honey. Yeah. They oh, are. Yeah. 
he hears he hears that this this bomb does not exist. Germany has not developed a bomb. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. I'm absolutely you kind of have to at this point. As much Covatier as I've drank, I am not that drunk. <laughs> I did have you are Alexander Haig. You are in control. Yes. Uh, so, anyways, he hears that in Germany because this is during the uh, the theater in the Pacific. He hears that Germany did not have a bomb. Yes, did not hear. Uh, did not have the capability of producing a bomb. So when uh, FDR and then Truman decide to use the bomb that the United States has developed, um, he is completely against it because now you've let the cat out of the bag that that a bomb <laughs> has been developed. Um, so he, you know, he's he's petitioning whatever. So the other key player is Enrico Fermi. He uh, has was he, Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> he was an Italian uh, physicist. An Italian. Who, an Italian, yeah. An Italian. An Italian. I love pasta physics. What are them Italians? You watch out for them Italians. That's, uh, that's my redneck. He's for coming out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was, he was Italian. Um, he would eventually also emigrate to the United States um, because oh. of Mussolini. Um it's emigrate, not immigrate. It is there is two different things. I was going to make a stupid because <laughs> if you defect from another country, you infect the country yeah. you're going to. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so he was also in 1938 given the Nobel Prize in Physics for demonstrations of the existence of new radioactive elements produced by neutron irradiation. So a lot of this. A lot of the science is developed around we hey we've de- we've discovered this new particle. If you don't put the neutron dance in right there, I'm going to be so mad. I got to have a few seconds of silence to be able to do that. <laughs> what about a little particle man? They might be giants. Particle man, particle man. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Calvin. We're trying for the Any- few seconds of silence for the neutron dance. Okay, now we can move on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so uh, so a lot of this, the, a lot of the science that's developing during this time before pre World War II is uh, they've discovered uh, the these fast moving and slow moving neutrons. They're messing around with well, what does it take to capture a neutron? So these slow neutrons get captured, build different elements. And through that, then they break apart, and what's the science around that? And and that's where this whole moonshine science of uh, atomic energy comes around. Yeah, they, at moonshine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, everybody was at moonshine. Perfect. <laughs> um, so Fermi demonstrated that nuclear tran- uh, transformations occur in almost every element subjected to neutron bombardment. So every so basically, we could take hydrogen, we can bombard it with uh, neutrons, and we could make heavy helium or something uh, something of that nature um and then we would make a radioactive isotope of that material heavy uh, helium is in my band by yes the way. uh <laughs> this would uh, this would lead to the discovery and production of elements lying beyond the periodic elements lying beyond the periodic table that had been developed at that time so he's he's creating all these radioactive isotopes that we now have that 
you've ever seen a periodic table in high school, like all of those, or like I've, I've seen it periodically. In general, yes, in I've seen it periodically <laughs> in high school and college. From whenever. time to time, I may yes. have seen this periodic table. <laughs> yes, um, and then he becomes uh, named. Uh, he he actually while he's in Chicago on December second, nineteen forty two. Uh, in a volleyball court beneath the Chicago Stadium. This is how history always happens. Beneath the volleyball court. <laughs> was he shirtless with aviators yes. on? <laughs> on this volleyball court below Chicago's, uh, the, the university's stadium, um, he develops uh, what they what they call just a, uh, the a reactor, oh. a, a re- reactive uh, nuclear reactor pile. Which is again uranium and graphite. It, it's just a pile of stuff. Yes, it's just basically. a pile of stuff. Um, and uh, pile. And it's the first. And he's also part of this first demonstration of a sustained nuclear reaction. Um, he, uh, which then leads to him becoming one of the leaders of the uh, the Manhattan Project. Uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer. Uh, he not is to probably- be confused with the Warren Michigan Project, which. Uh, didn't really accomplish much. <laughs> Not a lot came out of that project. It was maybe a few. I don't few know why. Hand rolled cigarettes. To, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure why. I mean, uh, no, I'm no. this drunk cow talking. He's just being. Uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer. Uh, he received his PhD at the age of 22. Think about that. Think about how long it takes mm-hmm. to get a PhD now. About what? Mid 30s by the time you get your PhD? Now, 22, I was like, Maddie Light's delicious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at the age of 22, he gets his, uh, he gets his PhD, but yeah. it's in nothing to do with any type of nuclear physics. Um, it's basically he just knows how to manipulate numbers real well. <laughs> um, Diddle them numbers. Yeah, so he uh, basically all he can do is, uh, through math, uh, separate the nuclear motion of an atom from the electron motion. Um, but this does because of his ability to manipulate numbers. He is actually then appointed the scientific director of the Manhattan Project, and he is also serving at the uh, at the University of California Berkeley. Um, their physics department at the time was uh, heading up a lot of this research uh, into the development of the bomb, um, and part of that he. Um, was the lead to on how to construct the laboratories at Los Alamos, um, and eventually, because of his part in in the development of these these facilities, he becomes known as the father of the atomic bomb. However, really, Leo Salazar is probably should be the one that's credited with it because he's the one that came up with the idea of this sustained nuclear reaction. He's also the bad guy in Twenty Four Season Two. <laughs> Just no, no, he's, no, he's not. <laughs> so clear. Maybe season three. <laughs> yeah, yeah where does Kiefer Sutherland fall in this? Kiefer Sutherland was still the main star. No, Kiefer, no, Kiefer Sutherland. No, no, no that's no. the relaunch of that on Fox. Didn't do well. Uh, hold on, let me let me dig through my notes here. Uh, this is where they got stuck at Fort Sutter. All right. Hey, you just got two new subscribers, by the way. I did. They did. They just oh, they pulled on their nice. phone. You didn't and say, hey, that handsome guy with the dreads, Yay. he's the host of Leading Questions. You didn't say that, did you? No, no. I didn't. 
I said, other than Calvin, this is a phenomenal show. Like, who's a black guy? <laughs> who's a black guy? We don't want to listen to the show and feel guilty. This isn't your right. show, Calvin. This isn't your show. Whatever, man. I'm right. only here to so, shamelessly plug that So I want to give, I, I want to, at this point, before I get too much into the Manhattan Project, I want to give, and the, the dropping of the first atomic bomb, I kind of want to give a timeline of events. So September 12th, 1932, as we remember, Leo Salazar standing on a corner comes up with nuclear fission. July 4th, 1934, Leo Salazar files the patent on that invention. So so we got two years there. And then... Gotta uh, hide that shit. Oh, yeah. Gotta hide it. With, uh, so yeah, his initial turning over, because he was just going to give was it to the British. Was he aware that it, was gonna, like, it could be used as a weapon at that yes, time? Yes. That, that, that was his whole... He was yeah. afraid that it was going to be turned into a weapon. Um, so he originally was going to, he just tried giving it to the British government That's why just to put it under secrecy. Yeah, laws. right. To hide it away. Yep. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until October 8th, 1935 that the yeah. British War Office uh, initially rejected it. And then February 1936, the British admir- uh, admiralty accepted the gift and, and hide it under se- and hit it. I did it. Hit it. <laughs> what? Shot time. Oh! Shot, 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 shot. <laughs> I did it. Just take a swig. Hit it. Take a swig. Take a swig. I got the Kovacier. He's got Kovacier. Take a swig. Take a swig before you read anymore. I did. He did. He did. Okay, fine. I didn't see it. I witnessed it. I didn't see it. You are in no position February 1936. Or am I? British Admiralty. No, you're not. I'm not. That is, that is in fact correct. That is in fact correct. Is this the infract, captain and Tennille? Infract, infract correct. All right. British Admiralty accepted the gift from... Uh, Poor Dev. I'm so, so sorry. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. We're, we're good. I've been oh, a hostile host before, so we're good. <laughs> uh, they accepted the gift... Uh, but that was your time in Germany with his college students. Yeah. The hostile host. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the hostile host. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> Christmas movie. You Who all know what I'm talking about. Ride. Best Christmas I movie do, ever. I yeah, do. best Christmas yeah. movie ever. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> uh, so at this at this same time while all this is going on, uh, there is uh, a, a paper... Uh, given by Ida Nodak in September. That's uh, a on terrible the, last name. Yeah, by Nodak. Ida No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah on the shit. It's an unfortunate Ida name. Nodak. That's an unfortunate I name. I don't. Ida No Nodak Nodak. Like really? Like Kendall. This was this uh, this chemist posted a paper on the. It's a chemist, by the chemist? way. <laughs> by the name of Hugh Wretched. <laughs> These guys who are racists. <laughs> Dev, aren't you technically? You're a chemist, right? Yeah. So you just said chemist. Chemist. So Whatever. you're a chemist or a chemist? That's what it says. <laughs> it was a misprint on his business card. <laughs> yeah, okay, actually, we should have him put chemist. Shut up. That's the next level of a chemist. So the chemist says the floor. Yeah. Let's go. The chemist, uh, Ida, Ida Nodak, in September, <laughs> Ida Nodak. posts, posts a, the correct resolution to the uranium problem, which is, has been uh, how the uranium atom might split. By the dolomite? Um, and what? just smaller pieces. Adamantium? Because there was an issue. Dolomite 2 to human tornado? There was an issue with how 
uranium reacted uh, chemically, um, and then this person, because uh, I don't know if Ida is a male or female. I don't uh, know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, said, well, the one problem... The ground, aren't we? actually we? are. Have you met yeah. Dave? The, <laughs> the problem uh, is solved. <laughs> Just drink, Dev. You're that fine. was genius, and no one, no one admires my genius. Dave, I admire you. Sonnets, Aww, the, he- Sonnets the Hedgehog should be a thing. Yeah. Sonnets the Hedgehog. That was so sweet. I know, right? <laughs> like a Shakespearean hedgehog. I sent you, you that. Up, I sent you that fantastic picture of Sonnets the Hedgehog. Dude, I've got it. I'm, you did. I'm just waiting for something to go along with it. Like I, like let's let's launch that. Let's do that. Like I, I'm all in. For Sufjan Golden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the uranium problem. Um, what it was is this uh, when they would treat the the materials that would come out of this neutron bombardment of uranium, they couldn't explain why there was all these large differences in radioactivity. Well, yeah, because it decayed super quickly. Well, it wasn't even that it was a decay super quickly. Yeah. What happened was is that because they were bombarding it, the the neutron was. There, Did it, was, it was 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 <laughs> yes. oh my god <laughs> splitting the, Did it make a little the uranium <laughs> after it did a little dance and then it, it got down the night <laughs> the uranium <laughs> atom like would song, split guys. into lighter atoms yes. and that's where no people were like well, well, I don't was, understand no. what's that's going the on decay here. yeah yeah so that so this paper on the uranium problem was uh, was published and then uh, the in October twenty uh, twenty second of nineteen thirty four Fermi. Uh, talks about the capture of low energy uh, neutrons. December 1935, uh, there was a uh, Nobel Prize given to uh, Chadwick and I can uh, James Chadwick for the discovery of the neutron. I'm glad his first name was not Chadwick. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm really glad. God, we hate uh, that guy. <laughs> Night- like Jimmy Chadwick <laughs> accepting the Nobel Prize. 1938, uh, Otto Hahn and Lice correctly unravel the uh, neutron problem, even though it's been kind of discussed as to what ha- like, well, this is probably what happens. They actually say, oh, yeah, this. so we've measured... Um, and one of the isotopes that comes off is a known isotope of barium. In December 21st of 1938, they show conclusive evidence of nuclear fission. Uh, in January 1939, Otto Frisch observes, the, uh, observes nuclear fission uh, directly by detecting fission fragments uh, in an ionizing chamber. So, you know, we're, we're talking, what, so far... Five years. Yeah, we we go from not knowing anything about neutrons to showing that we oh, can look, make. Here they are, and this is right. what they do. Right. Yeah. yeah. To making new elements to now saying, oh, we can we can split shit with it. Um, Here's the great thing about this episode. So, <clears throat> I constantly make the joke that I majored in history, and uh, my dad uh, majored in science at the Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland, and he was a liaison to the. Uh, to NASA for uh, for the Marine Corps, uh, I didn't get any of those smarts <laughs> at all. So I'm like, I, oh, I don't think the booze helps. I didn't, that does not help at all. <laughs> I would agree with all. I that. didn't. I do not. <laughs> but I'm like, holy shit! Everything that you're saying, I'm going. I have multiple degrees. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about right now. But my dad, my dad would be listening to this episode, going, 
I am riveted. <laughs> Tell me more. I, wish yes, I was the there. <laughs> I could just, I could blow a load right now. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't want to think about that, but I just think just that, that was, that's what could happen. But that's what anyway. <laughs> It's crazy. Anyway, uh, I love you, Dad. So. Love you. I know that was awkward, but I love you. <laughs> so December 21st, 1938, Hans submits, the, uh, submits a paper showing conclusive evidence of uh, nuclear fission. January 13th, 1939, Otto Frisch, uh, uh, again, this is trying to backtrack to show where we're at, um, coins the term uh, fission with the ionization chamber. Um, and then January 26th, 1939, Niels Bohr publicly announces the discovery of fission at the annual Theoretics Physics Conference at George Washington University. January 29th, Robert Oppenheimer hears about the discovery of fission. Um, within a few minutes, realizes that excess neutrons must be admitted, um, and then a bomb must be possible to build. 19, February 5th, 1935, Niels Bohr discovers that uh, U-238 could be fissioned by fast neutrons, and then U-235 could be, uh, could be accounted for the slow fission. Um, and then we get into March 1939, Fermi and Herbert uh, determine that there are two neutrons produced for every one consumed. So this is getting into the chain reaction. June, 39, uh, June 1939, Fermi, Silizard submit a paper um, describing subcritical neutron multiplication. J July 3rd, 1939, Silizard writes uh, describing the idea of using uranium to create the first reactor pile. August 31st, 1939, Bohr publishes a theoretical analysis of fission and then September 1st, hold on, this, hold on, <laughs> September, so September 1st, 1939, September 1st, 1939, Germany invades Poland. That's just, just, so September, all of this. Did you say what year? What September month? 1st, 1939. Oh, September 31st is like, that doesn't exist. Is the moral right, okay. September 1st, <laughs> 1939, Germany invades Poland. So this is the official beginning of World War. So all of this work. To create the atomic bomb happens within a five-year period yes. before World War One, And then yes. fuck the Polish. Is and that what then, I hear? Yes, oh. and then fuck Damn the it, Polish. Dev. Which, so, which predated the NWA track, fuck the police. Exactly. So, fuck the Polish. And then it was fuck the police. So exactly. I get it. Yeah, sure. I get it. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm done. I'm bringing this in. <laughs> but quick that's and, topical. Quick and hot. I mean, quick Kelvin, and hot. All right. Coming straight from the that, underground. That sounds really sexy. Quick and like, hot. Now, really now's a good time. For sure. Be in Illich. Be hot and ready. Yes. <laughs> December <laughs> December twenty eighth, nineteen forty two. After Christmas. After Christmas. God damn it. FDR <laughs> authorizes the formation of the Manhattan Project. Oh, it's a Christmas miracle then. We're yes. good. July. July 16th, 1945. After so, July 4th? Yeah, July 16th, <laughs> 1945. So we're talking, what, six years after after the invasion of Germany. So, what, 11 years after we're, we're we, first we discovered? Started. Yes. Yeah. In the uh, timeline, is this where Harriet Tubman fought Rosie the Riveter hey, on D-Day? Here's this new scientific principle. Oh, wait, no, yeah. oh, shit. End of world. Yes. 11 years after... The discovery of the neutron on July 16th, 1945, we get our first detonation of a nuclear weapon in 11 years. 
think about how short of a time eleven years. I it took, so it took eleven years for America to go. Yes, my dick. Yes, <laughs> it's true. You forgot the eagle scream. It has to hit the table with an eagle scream. So we get our first detonation, July sixteenth, nineteen forty-five. We get our first dropping of a nuclear weapon. August 6th, 1945. I dropping, and I just thought <laughs> maybe dick. it was something else. Yes. Not a dick. Yes. When, Amer- right. when America so, teabags. So to put this, so to put the destructive force in perspective, so the, the little boy, which was a uranium-based bomb that dropped on uh, Hiroshima, it was 13 kilotons of force. So 13 kilotons... Thirteen kilotons is uh, what it was is the equivalent of thirteen metric tons of TNT, which a TNT. So you have thirteen. I hear it's dynamite. It's dynamite. Yes. So thirteen metric tons <laughs> of TNT. They went nuclear <laughs> in, in the in the in what what in a package that weighed four point seven metric tons. So that's a 2,000-plus reduction in weight of destructive force. That's okay. Yeah, I'll, I math. did the math. I, I, I did the math earlier. I'm gonna, I'll, just, I'll assume you're right. All right. So the, the amount I can't, of energy. I can't question. So I, I've, got some, I've got some notes on the energy released from this bomb. So it killed 80,000 uh, people. Okay. They should have stayed there. This one bomb <laughs> in a very, very short period of time killed 80,000 people, right? Mm-hmm. The amount of energy released from that one weapon is enough to to keep a average American home lit for one thousand three hundred and eighty one years, and all that energy was released in less than a few seconds. Holy shit! It was enough to give everybody on the planet a UTI simultaneously. Yes, <laughs> or at least like a bad sunburn. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the UTI. Just magic. So, so yes. So that either. Quickly wrapping up towards the end there. <laughs> Please. But yeah. So 11, 11 years to go from hey, this is kind of interesting. This might to, be a thing to wow. Yeah, we're gonna kill millions of people. <laughs> we're gonna kill you. So oh that's God, uh, outside talking to people about what we do. Please don't talk. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, you might want to just throw him over the rail. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, in that, in that, uh, in that, and then a bunch quickly, of people died. Yes, and then, and they and all got hit by a truck. The end. And there was some, there was some arms races in the Cold War, and then we said the uh, nuclear proliferation. That sounds like an non-proliferation. Proliferation. Proliferation. God damn it, Dave. Just drink. Or perforation. <laughs> I sent it to you. Perforation anyway, would be when you get so that's going. Joking. So that's so that is, uh, is. <laughs> so that is the history of uh, <laughs> of the atomic bomb. Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> I sent you that, Dev. That was very informative. Thank you. It actually yes. was like that was a solid episode. Dude. So so that so that came from me listening at Audible, which you I think you can go to our website shotofhistory.com. And it get a still link. exists. Yes. Uh, I, I took over, and for, it took a good uh, like three fourths of the episode Trico. to make a dick joke. Yeah. So uh, the, <laughs> oh, is that part of the website? Uh, he used to be. So what I the, the book that Back I listened to was the making of the atomic bomb by Richard Rhodes. It's considered one of the uh, I, the major. I've read that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the major books uh, and historical references on like the. Uh-huh. 
a lot of the history of these physicists that I went over. There's like whole chapters dedicated to these guys and what's going on. In Check their out lives. their Twitters, their Facebooks, <laughs> yeah, their Instagram. I mean, they're all dead. Do you guys follow yeah. Oppenheimer on Snapchat? Yeah. It's yeah. good. Um, so yeah, so that's that's all I got. So uh, I think it's time to pop out the plugs. I'm sorry. Calvin ain't got shit. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, hey, uh, I will dive in. Uh, so, Dave, uh, Podcast Detroit, all the things. Um, we have all the studios to handle everything you want to do, whether it's audio or video um, or something in between. Uh, or, I mean, we have black leather couches. You want to do backroom, backroom casting couch? We've got that. Uh, uh, no. Whoa. I mean, you're just going to let random people do that? No, not random. They have Randoms. to be vetted first. <laughs> uh, but you have to name the show Sonnets the Hedgehog. Sonnets yes. the Hedgehog. Yeah. Or, I mean, we also, we do. We all, like, because of where we are, we also have a shower that is now fully soundproof. So we have shower sonnets. No. Okay, so I saw the shower. It's one of those like weird cube showers, and there was like a giant rolled up rug inside of it. That's for the bodies. Like, what's that all about? <laughs> That's to dispose the bodies. Oh, you know who's inside the rug? Cleopatra. Uh, oh, callback to call back to our first episode. Yeah. Was it was it our first episode? Second, technically, but our first yeah. one that we actually talked yeah, about. Yeah, I think it was. Podcast yeah, yeah. Detroit. It's yeah. a thing. <laughs> Moving on. You can make things. Rugs and showers. We do. Rugs, Rugs and, and showers. showers. We're all about, we're all like about a the shower like a, a shower niche show yes. or show store. Can you talk? Yeah. I went to Rugs and Showers. I got a great, I got a great bath mat. <laughs> yeah, our, our competing business yeah, yeah. to Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. Rugs, Rugs and Showers. And showers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you offer here? Rugs? Rugs and showers. showers. We got rugs. We, we got, got rugs. showers. We got showers. And oh, by the way. We got like three or four HD cameras to make sure we got all the things we need. Yeah, would yeah. be great if it was just two pays though. <laughs> rugs all and the showers. Captain, all the all the pesos that Captain Morgan. Well, no, it's, it's all rugs. It's all rugs. It's, it's, it's any rug you can think of. So yeah. Merkins. I'm glad that Captain yeah, 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 for sure, so definitely. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta have that Merkin. Yeah. All of our shows you after that. Any, you gotta have ginger clip-ons. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the Captain Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tony. Oh, uh, saltylanguage.com, Salty Language Podcast, um, rugsandshowers.com, <laughs> for sure. 20% yeah, 20 yeah, off coupon. He just right bought now. that shit. Yeah. He just thing. bought that shit right yeah, now. exactly. Coupon <laughs> code Rugs and Showers. You were buying that right now. <laughs> <laughs> talking about. Rugs and cocaine right now. Yeah. What the fuck? Harpersonly.com? Because <laughs> we can't say white people only, but you know what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> farmers only. Let's be real. Oh, farmers only. I was yeah. like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I said farmers only. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> missed it. Ah, missed it. Do you have rice seeds in your part boot? Part of <laughs> Dave's all over it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Stephanie or Dev, I'll go. Uh, StephanieMenard.com. Oh, it's available. You should buy it, Dave. I'm of course, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, why wouldn't Stephanie it be? Menard needs sometimes all, depending on the price you'll pay. <laughs> Rugs Mostly it's just your soul. Mostly. Rugs and showers. Like rugs and showers. So there is a price. There is a price. Yeah, yes. Depending <laughs> on what you want. <laughs> Everybody has a price. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's so I many wrestling references. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking, right? There we go. And that's it. Go ahead, yeah. Doug. Uh, Source Point Box. Press, Deepwater Games, 
uh, Oxide Media, Fuck Steve, and RugsandShowers.com. Uh, <laughs> All right. And uh, RugsandShowers.com, of course, obviously our biggest sponsor ever. Um, <laughs> um, I'm Calvin. I, and uh, so, so popping the plug for me would be. Uh, the He's like, what do I the, do again? the Detroit bus <laughs> company, the Detroit bus company. If you, if you are, yeah, hey auntie. So if you are in the city of Detroit, um, Wakanda forever. Uh, if Bad you're in city, shut <laughs> the fuck up. I hate you. You love um, him. My hair cheesy hipster hats. Dot com. You know what? <laughs> Dave, Dave, I hate you for Got, so Why am I wearing a vest.com? So many reasons. Uh, Cold know. here, warm here.com? What's the life, what's the life preserver? That's my I get it. Back to the future reference. I get it. Okay. Detroit Got Bus it. Company. Leading questions right. with Calvin Moore. So the there podcast. is the yeah. fuck, fuck David Phillips.com. It's a new site I just bought. I just bought it. Is that available? <laughs> it is available. Okay. It turns out he's looking it up. Yeah, he's looking it's it up. It's only available so for thirty like seconds. I'm distracted looking that up. So Calvin Moore, I am the uh, lead historian and lead tour guide for the Detroit Bus dot, uh, the Detroit Bus Company. We're <laughs> the Detroit Bus dot com. And for my own show, uh, all, if you're for that, actually happens to be the funny thing is the the song you just referenced happens to be our. Our wait music on if you call in and we put you on hold, mm-hmm. that's the song, the Double Dutch Bus. Okay. And someone was singing it, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck this song is you're singing right now. How do you not do Double Dutch Bus? I don't know. I, get, I, I know it now because of Jess, our friend. But the other, the other last thing is my own show on the Podcast Detroit Network is Leading Questions with Calvin Moore. We have people who disagree with different topics. We have them sit down across from each other and disagree face-to-face. It's a exercise in civility. Because here we are. Listen to it. Face to face. A couple of silver spoons. Whatever. Okay, I get it. Also, Ricky Schroeder. Got it. He had a train. That's pretty cool. I'm done. (laughs) All right, you guys. Until next time, I'm Stephanie. I am the Color Man Big Dove. I'm Calvin. I'm Uh, Elizabeth. I'm Tony. I'm Dave, and I enable this nonsense. I'm sorry. Rugs and showers. Rugs and showers. Was it rugs and showers? Rugs and showers. It is now. Okay. So is fuck.